Hello, everyone. Welcome to High Two Tech Talk. I'm your host, Joel Ward, and with me today is Kevin. Kevin, how are you doing today? Good. How are you doing, Joel? I'm doing good. Kevin, uh, it's actually funny. I was like, I wasn't even, the day I met you, uh, I wasn't even expecting to, like, even be working that day, but technically I was, like, just, like, you know, I was, like, walking around enjoying Frederick, and I bumped into you, and I was like, this guy's got a podcast. I gotta get to know this guy. So I walked <laughs> up to you, and I wasn't even sure you were, like, in the mood to talk because it looks like you were setting up, but you had, you, you took the opportunity to talk to me. So I, I really thank you for taking the opportunity to go on my show and explain to my listeners what you do on your show. So Kevin, what do you do in your podcast and what is your podcast about? I would say the briefest description that I could give you is four words, deep conversations with strangers. Um, but the, the general gist of it is I just love learning from other people. I love hearing other people's stories um, that's always been my favorite thing ever since I was a little kid. And the podcast kind of just gives me an excuse to do that. So just to give a general description, I set up in public places. Um, I've done it in downtown Frederick, Maryland, and I've done it at James Madison University, which is where I'm at in college. And uh, generally, I just set up a, a foldable table and two foldable chairs and I throw a mic on there and a camera right in front of it. And just anyone that is walking by, I just ask them if they want to sit down and have a quick conversation. And sometimes people, you know, don't want to be on camera or something like that, which is fine. Um, and other times people are really excited just to talk to someone new. And I just love the experience of going from the ground up and meeting new people and just talking about whatever it is that they want to talk about. What made you get into podcasting? Like what what defined the fact that you're like, I'm going to start a podcast? I think we talked about it when I met you, but I want my listeners to know what made you get into podcasting? It's an, it's just an excuse. It, it, it's it's an excuse. So I like, so it's not as awkward for me to just go up to people and say, hey, can we talk? Like, is that, is that cool with you? We just have a conversation. Like if I have that mic there, it makes it a little bit more, you know, people can understand where I'm coming from. They're like, oh, he's doing this for a podcast. Um, that was the whole reason I got into it. I, I've always enjoyed talking to people and learning from others. And I do it on a daily basis. I'm always meeting new strangers. Um, podcasting just gives me a platform to do it in a normal way, if that makes sense. So I actually, truth comes out, I actually, the same reason I do it is because I get to meet interesting people from all around the world. I have talked mm-hmm. to so many. Yours is a lot more local. Mine's a lot more broad where I meet people. Mm-hmm. I've met people in Europe and, and Australia and, and everywhere uh, across the globe. And uh, I think actually I'm going, uh, I've, the one place I haven't met someone from is Mexico. So I have someone go on my show from Mexico um, mm-hmm. here coming up. And it's just, it's fascinating. I get to meet all these people and have all these conversations. And it's like all these people who I talk to, I would never normally talk to. I'm like, mm-hmm. I would never talk to you on the street. I would never like you were someone I would be like, I need to avoid them or, or like, because yeah. it it's not someone I would like normally talk to. But having a show, you get to talk to these people because they want they want people to hear them. You want to hear them. You want to have a conversation. My show is just about having a conversation. And like, truth be told, I literally love it. Like, this is my like go to like have a conversation with a stranger, just mm-hmm. like what you do. It's fun. It's interesting. You get to learn things. I actually love your Batman episode, the Batman Frederick, a Batman. Uh-huh. That one was really 
fun to listen to. Like I enjoyed it. I, I was like, wait, wait, the one, the thing that caught my attention the most was the title. I was like, wait, what? Like, I was like, there's a Batman and Frederick. So I, <laughs> I listened to it. And, and one of the things that I think what I want to ask is one of the things as podcasters, which we have learned is share when we share our podcast episodes we have to make the title enticing enough for people to want to listen to the show so mm -hmm. it's like hey it's like if you just say that's an interview with this person uh yeah they're like oh well true i mean sometimes i just do that but sometimes um they are like oh, like you know batman and frederick they're like you know like wait i didn't know there's a batman and frederick yeah, yeah um right. so yeah it's 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 interesting you know doing it so mm -hmm. another question i want to ask is what's your favorite part of podcasting i think that basically you already just touched on it why you got into it what's your favorite part of like doing the show mm -hmm. yeah so i would just say that you know it's not often that you take even just a brief second to just look around you just like kind of in awe of what's going on in your surroundings, you know, literally to stop and smell the roses. Um, you know, it, and, and like going off that you can learn something from just about anything in the world. You know what I mean? And one belief that I've held for a very long time now is I believe you can learn something from literally anybody. There's always something you can learn from anyone. It's very easy to, you know, everyone has their flaws. If you see a flaw in someone or something that someone's done wrong, a mistake, it's very easy to just discount them out of the picture and just, you know, in your head, just block them out and say, I can't learn anything from them. Like they've done that, but there, there really is no one in the world that you can't learn something from. And when I get to do this podcast, it gives me the opportunity to learn every single conversation that I have. No, I like that. And and that's another reason why I do the show is just to share information. Like there's so many guests that come on who are like, I have this business idea or I do this. And it's like they share their testimonies. They share what they do. And it, sometimes I get these messages. And I, that's another one I want to ask you after this, after I'm done. But like um, I get people who are messaging me. They're like, wow, I learned something. Like you gave me some information I didn't even know existed. Or I, I found this link to this this person and they have this product that I can actually use in my daily life. And it's great to have that. So my question is to you is, do you get those same messages? Do people reach out to you and say, hey, I heard this on your show. I really enjoyed that. I like I learned something new. Do people reach out to you about that? Like at all? Um, yeah, I, I've definitely, especially from specifically people at JMU. I mean, obviously I don't have like any crazy following or anything like that, but people will always like say like, you know, just a simple conversation, like made their day, um, you know, like brighten their day a little bit. But in general, I would say like, it's, it's more of like, I guess sometimes perspective changing on specific uh aspects of their worldview i guess um like uh, a lot of times i've gotten a few people say like oh that guy who was dressed as batman like i would have never gone up to him and asked him to have a conversation you know what i mean because sometimes you get intimidated by you know what other people like their appearance what they may look like the vibe that they give off um, and one thing that I've talked to my girlfriend a lot about, like from her seeing the podcast is like her, her perspective and a few others have changed more of like a little bit more confidence talking to anyone, you know, not, not trying to judge people just based off what they're looking like. Um, and like I just said before, you can learn something from anyone regardless of, you know, what they're looking like just to share one 
story um, of an interesting guest. He didn't actually get to sit down with me um, because he was riding his bike and he, he rode right past my table. He circled around, came back, and I was like, "Hey, like, do you wanna you wanna sit down and do this podcast? We can have a quick conversation." And as he was coming to sit down, this beeping started going off, and I was like, "Oh, what's that?" And he actually had an ankle brace because he was on parole from being in jail. And he was like, oh, like I got to go. I can't do this right now. Um, so he, he, he essentially had his time limited to being at home because of mistakes that he made in the past and being in jail. And that was just so interesting to me and like perspective changing because a lot of people would just be so scared, you know, to talk to someone like that. But it's like you can't define someone from something that they've like a mistake they've made in the past, you know? Yeah, no, I love that. And it's it, you see, I don't have my show on the go. It's like strictly in the studio and it's like meeting people on Zoom. So it's like, you know, you do something that I wish I could do. And like, I might start doing here soon mm-hmm. um, where you go and meet people. And, and my confidence is, is like, I'm like, would you like to go on my show? And I'm like, I'm handing out my cards to have my show. And I actually just got those. I wanted to give one to you, but I didn't have one at the time. I was like, yeah. <sighs> but yeah. um. But going up to like just total strangers and like that's why I want that's another question I want to ask. So the future of the show, like you know, you does it? Where do you want to take this show? Like, where do you want to go? Like farther with this show? Do you want to meet more people? Do you want to travel with this? Do you want to go places? What do you want to do with this show? Yeah, absolutely. That's a great question. So I since I started it like around the beginning of COVID, um, I was inspired by her name's Thraya Merid. Message is I don't know how to pronounce it, but she's a very she's very famous on YouTube and TikTok. She essentially just goes up to strangers and you know holds a camera up and asks deep questions and lets them answer it. Um, I would definitely recommend checking her out. It's really really awesome. Um, I would say my future would look something a little bit like that. Um, getting more focused on talking to as many people as possible on a more consistent basis. Um, since I've started, it's, it's, it's just more of like a, it's, it's just a passion project. You know what I mean? It's, it's something I like to do here and there. It's fun. Um, I've never had a consistent, like, I'm going to do it Monday, Wednesday, Friday, or anything like that. Um, it's just been here and there. It's just been like, you know what? I, I kind of feel like going out today and talking to new people. Um, so that's kind of where I'm at right now. I'm very focused on my studies at JMU and my involvement with mental health. That's pretty much my main focus right now. It kind of ties into the podcast. But as as for the uh, specifically the podcast and the future of that, one day, um, once I'm you know a little bit more, um, I've, I have more habits formed in terms of my academics and that kind of stuff. I would like to really take this seriously and uh, really get a consistent schedule going once I have that kind of freedom and availability. So you were talking about mental health and even like your confidence. Do you think you might switch the podcast into talking about mental health with different people? And like, what, what do you like, you know, getting to know them and their mental health as the show progresses and gets different and like, like evolves. See, 
the reason I asked that is my show started as a tech show and it was like so stupid because I was like just me talking about tech. Mm-hmm. And then someone was like, you need to get guests on. And I was like, no, no, that's stupid. And I got my first guest on and she was a model, plus size model. And we talked about mental health. We talked about like body positivity. I was like, well, this is really cool. This was a great conversation. And so mm-hmm. I got more and more guests. And now <clears throat> I have, um, like people who are reaching out to me to get their people on my show. Like, and it's like, I didn't think I would get this big. So my question is, do you think that you're going to take this, like when you take it further, are you going to start talking like on the topic of mental health, on the topic of their lives, like dive into their lives more and try and get to know the person as like a, like a whole and, and figure out like, not, not like, I don't know, pull them apart and just get to know them. For sure. Um, I am just now getting into the specifics of the mate of my psychology major at JMU, learning more specifics about, you know, how to have conversations in that way and, you know, learning more about active listening and that kind of thing. Um, I've always been, I would say like one of the designated people in friend groups who, when someone's having, you know, a rough time, like whether it be in their life or just in their day and they need to talk to someone, a lot of times um, I'm usually that person who they reach out to. And that's always been my favorite thing in the world um, that people like trust you enough to talk to you about that, that their, their mental health stuff going on um, and any struggles they have in their life. And I would like to direct the podcast um, as I get more skilled with with the conversational aspect of mental health to guide it more towards the person's, you know, um, history in mental health there and their present in mental health. So to answer your question, yeah, absolutely. I would love to get to a point where I'm um, more specifically talking about mental health with the person. So going back to confidence, because I want I want to touch on that just because you were just talking about, you know, talking to these people on there. When you when you get to that point and you're you're already confident in talking to just anybody on the street, like getting anybody mm-hmm. on your show, how are you going to feel like, I mean, do you are you kind of nervous about diving into those questions? Are you kind of nervous about how people will take it or like what's what's your take on that? Yeah, so nerves don't play a huge part into it. Um, the very first few times that I did it, it's, it's hard. It's really difficult. Um, and one thing you can understand as well, putting yourself out there is hard, you know, putting yourself on the internet for anyone to look at you. It's, it's a difficult thing because it opens yourself up to criticism from anywhere and anyone, um, that's hard alone going out in public and setting up to the point where, you know, anyone walking in like the general vicinity, you're kind of the center of attention. And it's, it, that's hard. That is nerve wracking for sure. Putting yourself out there deadly. If I, um, I'm pretty good at staying focused in the conversation, but you know, your peripheral vision comes in. And if I'm talking to someone, I'm just out of the corner of my eye. I see, you know, a group of, six people and they're all just staring at me from the distance. It's like that definitely plays a part into, um, into the confidence aspect that you're asking about. It definitely, it took me a few times uh, and some practice before, 
you know, you, you gained that comp before I gained that confidence. Um, so yeah, it's, it's definitely, it takes some practice, but yeah, I would say I've gained some confidence from doing it. You know, I going just bouncing off of that when you were talking about how peripheral vision, like seeing people see you as like this vulnerable person talking to these people who are also putting themselves in a vulnerable position to mm-hmm. talk to you. It's like I, I get like I like doing this on the show, like getting to talk to people through a screen and, and I'd love to do it in person. Like I would love to one day have a studio where people could come and talk in the studio. But like my thing is is like just the fact that I get to meet people, like it's like overwhelming the fact that I get to meet new people. Mm-hmm. Now, going to what you're doing is where you're in person and you're getting to meet these people and people are staring at you. I'm like, I don't know if I could do that. Like, I know, mm-hmm. like we're talking about like, yeah, we I put myself on the internet and I'm at my 90th episode and it's like, I have all these people judging me. Like, and I have good ratings. I have good ratings. My show has good ratings, but that's not the point. The point is when I put my first show episode out there, I've listened to my first episode and I'm like, oh my gosh, my voice is horrible. Yeah. This, the quality of the mic, everything sucked. And I'm yeah. like, and I still leave that episode up because people are like, that defined your show. Your show started from like nothing to like one or two listeners to like having all these listeners. Like I have like almost 500, 600 listeners. I haven't learned checklists. I think it's like 520 now, I think, but it's still, it's like, that's a lot of people who are mm-hmm. judging my show off of what I talk about or who I have on the show. And it's like the positivity that I get from people is great. And I've had no negative responses. Just people who are like, sometimes my friends are like, Hey, maybe you should change up how you talk like this. Like when you ask questions, ask it like this or do it like that in positive criticism. I could not publicly do that for some reason. Like for some reason I would like lock up and I'm like, someone's staring at me. I can't do this. Mm-hmm. But then I'm thinking like you, and you're like, you just go out and do it. And like, maybe I just need to get that confidence. Like, and that's another thing I want to talk about. When I was starting podcasting, I didn't want to do it because I thought my voice sounds stupid or I didn't have the equipment or I wasn't mm-hmm. rich enough to start where I thought all these rich people start. That's all it is, you know? Yeah. And it was making up all the excuses. So my question is, did you make up the same excuses when you started the show? Did you have like this list of things like, oh, no, this is why I shouldn't do it. This is why I should not do a show. Yes. I mean, there's no question behind that. And (laughs) so the way I actually started was I, I went with my friends at JMU to a Walmart and I grabbed the least expensive foldable, two foldable chairs and the least expensive foldable table. Um, and those are actually still the ones that I use today. And I just grabbed a, uh, a tablecloth that was laying around in my house, used that to put it on top. And <laughs> this is so funny. I, I played clarinet in fourth grade, and I still have the clarinet stand. So when I first started out, I brought the clarinet stand, and I put my phone on that as a way to prop it up. So, so like that, because that was the only thing that I had, like in terms of a stand. So I used that. Um, and just the quality from the phone's audio for that. And I mean, you can imagine like horrible, like quality is just, just garbage. Um, it, it, it wasn't even like, I wasn't even able to post it because of the wind going on. You couldn't even hear what was going on. Um, but, for the first, I would say, few months, it was 
it was, oh, I, can't, I can't go back out there with that. Like, I can't go back out there with that setup. Um, so eventually I, I, I used some money from my, my school job to get a blue snowball mic. Um, and one of my good friends who's really into cameras helped me find a, as cheap of a camera as I could get to use that as well as a stand. Um, and I've pretty much gotten over that aspect of like making the excuses because of the equipment, but the, the excuses of going out and putting yourself out in public, like you're just talking about still kind of lingers. It's like you said, like it it seems nerve wracking. I I, I would say it, it, I don't experience nerves from it, but there's something very difficult about doing it. If that makes sense. Um, and it, it, it's really going to take that consistent, that consistency of doing it to completely get over that. Um, but yeah, I definitely had those excuses. That's for sure. So you, you, you're just talking about the clarinet and stuff. Now that you've, now that you've got your, your setup going, have you thought about like getting more professional stuff, like get, getting more equipment and building your, building your like, getting a table with like a cloth that drapes over it, like a professional, like thinking about taking it pro, like have you thought about taking it more pro once you get more settled and once you get your education all settled and stuff, have you thought about going more pro getting like a sleeve for your table, all that stuff they use at conferences and stuff like all this stuff. Cause I thought about doing that, like just to even mm-hmm. take my show to like trade shows and stuff and have it set up to like introduce it to people. Like, have you thought about doing that? Like at all? Yeah. A million percent. Uh-huh. Like absolutely. Um, um, the type of person I know there's a lot of people like this, maybe you're the same way the type of person who like when I get into one specific thing, it's like I am hyper focused on that. And I put in many hours um, during the day to just improve on that and just conquer that task. That's just how I've always been. Um, and I, I go through those phases of getting better at um, at specific stuff or just get like really immersing myself in a specific task right now for me, I'm, and we, we won't talk about this cause this isn't the podcast, but I'm starting a club at JMU at, at my school um, surrounding mental health. And that's just what my, my mindset is completely set on um, and just getting into that. And that's going to occupy me for the next, however long it does, however many months. And it's really interesting because this is the first time this has happened but I know in the back of my mind that the podcast one one day, once I move on um, from one of those like hyper-focused tasks, it, it, I'm going to move on to the podcast. And when that happens, 100%, I, 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 I do plan on having like a more professional setup once I prove to myself that I, I get it consistently going, as opposed to just buying all this expensive equipment and then starting, I'd want to get, you know, the ball rolling first before spending all that money. No, no, I totally get it. That's why like when I started this, like I was like, okay, bare minimum stuff, 
bare mm-hmm. minimum because I, this doesn't work out. I spent all that money for nothing. Yes. And since then, now I have like a MacBook Pro. I have like three screens that like have all my information, the notes. I have a ring light. I have or a whatever you want to call it thing. Um, yeah. I have the mic on the boom arm. Like I have everything. And if you've been watching my TikTok, I, I literally been talking about my studio upgrades. Yep. And I'm getting yeah. a loop deck here soon to do editing and all this stuff because the show keeps growing and I keep getting more and more listeners. And every other day I get like five or eight or 10 more listeners. And I'm just like, every day it keeps growing. I'm like, I need to expand on the equipment. I need to expand on the the experience. I need to up the, um, the game. So I have like, I didn't, I, when I first started the show, it didn't have, uh, an intro and outro. Now the show has an intro and outro and now it has ads and it's getting sponsorships. And I'm just like, the show keeps growing and growing. And I'm like, like I just got like anchor the company that you host my show through is like asked me to do like a quick little segment like of their app and I'm like okay sure like you know it's an ad like I didn't want to put ads in my show but I'm making money off of it and now like people are subscribing to the show and like you can pay $15 a month to hear extra content I'm working on pumping out extra content and I got new editing software and like it, my show is heard on like like I think like 12 platforms now mm-hmm. and it's like wow like, and I didn't think it would get that point. And it's like 90 episodes in, like even when I hit my 60th episode, I was like, Hey, 60 episodes. Whoo. All right. Let's time to cut the show. And then people kept reaching out to me. I'm like, so I got to keep going with this. Like I got to keep doing this. And then it kept growing and growing. And there are people in my life who are like, that's silly. Like you're just talking to people. Like anybody can do that. Like, why don't you let the radio sh- people do that? Like, why don't like let them handle let a professional podcaster. I'm like, but I am a professional podcaster. Like I, yeah. Like, have you not seen, like, I show people my setup and they're like, are you a streamer? I'm like, no, I'm not a streamer. I'm a <laughs> podcaster. There's a difference. Yeah. I said, yeah, I have a gaming PC. I have expensive equipment. I have like, I got a really nice webcam, but like, that doesn't matter. It's not mm-hmm. like, it's not about the equipment. It's about you as the person who is the host of the show, making it like friendly and open to all those who want to come in. And I, I'm very like, I have a judgment free zone in the show. So like when I had, uh, I can't remember who it was that talked men- mainly about mental health. Um, the, They did a main episode about that and it was talking, it was very vulnerable. And I had so many vulnerable guests on who have literally gone very vulnerable on the show. And the one girl actually cried and she was talking about how Cass, Cass was talking about how she lived in a trailer or not a trailer, a shipping container for the longest time until she got on her feet and got herself together and she went from drugs and stuff and she literally was so happy talking about her, like how she got her business started and stuff. And it's like hearing those stories on my show and getting to hear and talk to people is just like awesome. So Mm -hmm. like, that's why I do this is to hear and share testimonies of people who, well, you know, are just basic people. And sometimes I had the big guests. Like I had a TikToker on yesterday. Like, yeah, like it's great. Like getting the big guests on, but the little people who like are local or like just someone who's like, Hey, I, I have this idea and like, I would like to share it. And it's, that's it. That's all it is. Mm-hmm. It's just me sharing people's stories and sharing what they've got. Mm-hmm. Um, let's check my time real quick. See where we're at. We got six minutes left in the show. Um, I, I so. Can I can kind of speak off what you were just saying. Okay. Um, okay. Go ahead. Um, in terms of like the, the slow improvements of like, as more people start listening, like you were talking about the slow improvements of equipment, you know, you got that mic stand and you got the three uh, computers set up. And I've seen that on your TikTok as well. Um, it's, it's, 
it's such a gradual thing. It's such a gradual change, just like most, most things are. Mm -hmm. It's so easy to look at it as like all or nothing, you know, like you do, you figure out everything in, in this short amount of time and then you're a podcaster, but that's not how it works. You know, like you're, you're constantly learning as you're going and you're making those slow improvements and slow gradual changes um which is so so interesting and then speaking off of what you're saying like the vulnerable guests um i've had some i mean just a just a couple insane stories um one guy who doesn't have a set home where he lives essentially nomadic and what he does is he hops on freight trains lets it take him and a few other people to a specific spot and he stays there for three weeks to a month oh wow and i just happened to talk to him when he was in downtown frederick um and he was very vulnerable talking about that and his like struggles with addiction and that kind of stuff um and then another woman telling me that her husband had um started showing suicidal ideation since COVID started a year prior to oh, wow. her being on the podcast. Yeah, and she yeah. actually, she started um, crying on the podcast as well, like you were just saying. And it's just, it's so rewarding to, to hear those guests and give them the platform to talk about what they're going through. Yeah, um, definitely. And just let them externalize what's going on. And then sometime down the road, if uh, I were to have more listeners and if you were to have like a, a, a even a lot more listeners, I know you already have a solid um, foundation right now of people, but like when more people listen, they could hear that episode and be like, whoa, like my significant other is also having suicidal ideation. Like I'm not alone in what's yeah. going so awesome no I, I love that i love that you were that you just shared that that that's awesome uh mm-hmm. one one last thing we're at, we have nine minutes left in the show i just thought it was six minutes but i actually must put the time in wrong mm-hmm. um what is an advice you could give someone that you wish you had known years ago when you first started out but well, now you're started out now you're settled in the podcast what's something you wish you would have known back then that you would have got you started sooner mm-hmm. that is Oh, I mean, there's like a million different things. I guess I could try and think of like, um, the first thing that comes to my head is a growth mindset, um, which I don't know how familiar you are with, with the concept of a growth mindset. There's a ton of psychological research on it. Essentially looking at things as trying almost like an experiment. And fully immersing yourself in what you're doing, uh, trying as hard as you can, not overly concerned about the potential of failure, basically. So just going out, trying it. If it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out. Um, and just not having the opposite would be a fixed mindset that you don't have room to improve. Um, but with the growth mindset, if you're going into a podcast, you could say, you know what, I'm just going to, I could just try even if it's one episode for 10 minutes, just try it and 
see what happens. And if I fail, I fail. And if it works out, I'll keep going, keep trying and trying and trying until it does work out. So. I like that. Kevin, thank you so much for joining me. Um, for all those listening, thank you so much for subscribing to the podcast since I just got the subscription-based stuff up. Thank you uh, for listening to the subscription-based uh, material on Spotify, which again, for those who <clears throat> don't know, uh, Spotify now offers subscription-based uh, uh, system where you can listen to extra content through Spotify, only on Spotify, not on any other platform right now. Um, you can listen, you can pay to listen to my show for extra content. It's called, uh, let's talk after dark. So if you are interested in listening to that, there is links in the bio for, uh, subscribing. Um, again, thank you, Kevin, for coming on. And I look forward to seeing what your podcast does in the future. Thank you. You as well, Bill.